Season. Welcome back, guys. It's Tension Redemption Order. Season 21, episode 5. 5. 5. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. Skip will be with us a little later. But I wanted to go over some stuff before I got here. We're back, guys. James Hola. We're back. We're back. Yes, guys, we're back at Tension Desert Season 21, Episode 5. Same old show, same old program. Nothing's changed, nothing will change. We are steady. We are steady, guys. We're not transitioning into anything. We're the same show that started 10 years ago. We're not switching it up for anybody. We're not switching with the times. We're keeping it to our own thing. We're doing it our own way. This is what we do, guys. Attention deficit order. Never change with the times. Always do what you want. Never change with the times. Always do what you want. Times are changing, but we won't. Ever. We're back, guys. How is it going? How's it going? <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me take a look. Yeah, guys. Woo! Okay, there we go. That sounds better. Turn up my headphones a little bit. Some live mixing while we're at it. Come on, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, right about there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go over some stuff that Skip didn't want to go over. That's why I'm starting before it come on. Oh, just give me a little time to go over it, and I don't want to bore him. Um, Oscar nominations came out, guys, so we're going to rate movies in the latter half of the show. And uh, we're going to hear about Skip's trip to Mexico. Won't that be fun, guys? Come on. Mexico. I should get some uh, Tejano music ready for him when he comes on. But, uh, okay, here we go, guys. We're going to go over the Oscar nominations. I know you guys love it as much as I do. That's why you're here. Movie rating podcast at heart. We watch movies. We rate movies. We go to the movies. We don't, we're not afraid of the movie theaters. We keep going during the pandemic. I've been going to the movies since September. When I can, I'm going to the drive-ins. I'm going to the, uh, hold on, check, check. There we go. I'm going to the drive-ins. I'm going to the um, uh, walk-in theaters. I already got tickets, two uh, tickets for this week. Uh, This Friday, I'm going to go see The Courier with Sherlock Holmes and um, City of Lies with Johnny Depp. Right? Come on. <clears throat> I'll support him if Amber Heard won't. I still will. I'll still support you, Johnny. And then I got my Godzilla IMAX tickets, but I'll talk about that later. Whew, here we go, guys. Original screenplay. We got Judas and the Black Messiah. Minari. Uh, Promising Young Woman. Um, Sound of Metal and the Trial of Chicago 7. For original screenplay, I'd say Sound of Metal is going to win this one. Judas and the Black Messiah might because they're black. Uh, Minari might win it because they're Asian. But uh, this year's movies have been pretty weak, so I'm not surprised 
Well, I'm not surprised at all how weak they become. Uh, let's see here. So, let's see. Okay, writing and adapted screenplay. We got Borat subsequent movie film. Delivery of pro- Progress Bride to America. Regime for make benefit of glorious nation of Kazakhstan. For writing, that movie sucked. Sorry. It wasn't funny at all. The acting wasn't good in it. The movie wasn't funny. Um, I was expecting better, Murat. I was expecting better, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Uh, the Father I haven't seen yet. Uh, Nomadland I have seen. That was okay. Uh, for writing? I don't know what they wrote. What did they write? <clears throat> About, um, I don't know, maybe, um, let's see, uh, One Night in Miami, which was okay. It was, right. it was, you know, as far as writing goes, that's the most talking in any movie. Brat wasn't. Uh, the Father, I don't know. I haven't seen that yet, so I can't tell that. Uh, One Night Miami and The White Tiger, which is really weird because that movie sucked. It wasn't good. But it's Middle Eastern, and it's the only movie that came out. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't great. I wasn't jumping for joy for The White Tiger. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Out of those, I would take probably... God damn. Uh, One Night in Miami for writing. Nomadland didn't do it that well. Uh, but I bet you Nomadland's going to win. This will be the beginning of the sweep for Nomadland. Okay, visual effects. We have Love and Monsters, which was that movie about that kid who wanted to go fuck that chick on the other side. Or No, he, was, he had a girlfriend. The monsters came. Then they all got split up. Remember that? They, they all got split up into little groups, and she was on the beach, he was in the mountains, and they had to get that. Eh, the special effects are pretty cool. I wish I saw it in the theater. Skip saw it in the theater. But I didn't see that one in the theater, so I don't know. Uh, Midnight Sky, that's another Netflix movie. Uh, Milan. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're just crowbarring an Asian in there. Like, see, we're diverse. We have an Asian in here. Oh, thank you, Milan. Thank you for being Asian and being diverse. Thank you for the pick. Uh, one night, the one and only Ivan. I didn't even see that. I don't even know what that is. And the winner is going to be Tenet. For um, for visual effects, come on. You can't get better than that. He's blowing up planes. He's making people fight backwards. Um, say what you will about the movie and the story. The visual effects are amazing. Uh, him, Everyone's walking backwards in real time. Everyone's fighting. The fighting backwards alone should get a winner. For visual effects, because he put so much into it. Even though it has minimal visual effects. Yeah, I think that one's going to win. Out of those, they might give it to Milan just because it's Asian. But I hope they give it to Tenet, because those are some cool effects. Okay, sound. We have Greyhound. That was the movie with um, Tom Hanks um, blowing up German um, submarines. It was cool. Uh, That was an Apple TV movie. But I think it was supposed to come out in the theaters, but everything was all fucked up last year, so the pandemic, so this is what you get. Uh, let's see. In Mank for sound. Mm, news of the world. I want to check it out as soon as it goes down in price. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Soul. Excuse me. I just say it like, like two tacos. Ugh. Like two and a half tacos for dinner. <clears throat> okay. They're really good, though, with the Wagyu beef. Pretty tasty, guys. Uh, let's see. Mank, okay, News of the World. 
Soul and Sound of Metal. So for sound, it could go to Sound of Metal. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, Sound of Metal. I don't know why. Mank. I'm trying to think of the sounds of Mank. Um, I guess Sound of Metal is going to win that just because of the pretending to be deaf part and all this other stuff that they've tried to do in the movie. Uh, I'm deaf. Uh, this is the sound of uh, being deaf. Oh, wait, hold on. I can't hear anything. I need hearing aids directly um, tapped into my bone of my jaw. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, it was an okay movie. I don't see why people are jumping on dry. That's what I'm saying. There was not a great year for movies. This is one of the weakest ones in a while, in my opinion. Okay, this is one of the weaker ones. Uh, okay, short film. I didn't see any of these. Feeling through it. The Letter Room. The Present. Two Distant Strangers and White Eye. Uh, guessing? Uh, I'm going to say The Present's going to win. Even though I haven't seen any of these yet. I might go to the theater and check these out. They're putting them out like they always do, like AMC. We'll put out the... Um, the year... I don't know. The, was it the short film animated... They'll put them out in like a uh, like a special release. Uh, what's the other one? Okay, sure. Um, that is Burrow. Genius Loki. If anything happens, I love you. Opera. And yes, people. Not common people. Uh, I'm going to give it to Burrow. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Production design, guys. Here we go. <laughs> uh. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. Oh, it's probably because I just ate. Okay, here we go. Production design, guys. The Father. Ma Rainey's Black Butthole. Mank. News of the World and Tenet. For production design, again, Tenet. Ma Rainey's Black Butthole was just, oh, look at us. We're inside of a fucking stage. Mank. Oh, look at us. We're on top of a 50s, uh, 40s, or yeah, 1930s set. News of the world. Look at me. I'm in the desert. The father. Look at us. We're stuck in a house the whole time. Uh, tenant for production design. Come on, guys. Uh, here we go. Best picture. The father. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank. Minari. Nomadland. Promising Young Woman. And Sound of Metal. And The Trial of the Chicago 7. For best picture. Ooh, I go. Uh, best picture. Um, out of all these, promising young woman, Judas and the Black Messiah was okay. The father I haven't seen. Mank was boring. Minari was okay. It wasn't great. Nomadland was good but boring. Um, like how could you be bored? Look at the subject matter. It just spoke to us now. Yeah, look at us. It's speaking to us now. Promising young woman was good. Uh, out of all these movies, I was most entertained by Promising Young Woman. Trial of Chicago 7 was just shit. Trial of the shit Chicago 7. We know the story. All it was was people pause talking. Um, you know how uh, Aaron Sorkin likes to write people going, I don't know what you're doing. Okay, now it's my turn to talk and I'm going to talk. Okay, now I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to talk. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was boring. I know the story of this Trial of Chicago 7. None of the acting was even that great in the movie. 
you know, it was just a subpar Netflix movie. But they have nothing to go off this year. That's what I'm saying. For these movies to be in here, that's just weak. So what's going to win is Nomadland. What should win is Promising Young Woman. If Sound of Metal takes it, I wouldn't be surprised. Because it's a Muslim movie, or a Muslim actor. Oh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Okay, let's see. Um, musical, or, music, original score, guys. We got Fight For You, Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7. Huskerving from um, Fire Story, The Saga. Uh, oh, the Fire Saga movie from Netflix. Another Netflix movie. Um, Ocene, The Life of Alada, whatever. Speak Now, One Night in Miami. I want the, um, the Euro- Eurovision Song Contest to win. The Story of Fire. Um, I think that should win. What's going to win is probably Speak Now or Fight For You. Just because they're black inside. I'm just telling you guys, the Academy is trying not to be racist. They're not picking any good movies. They're just like, what movies will make us not look racist? Okay, Nomadland, yes. Minari, yes. Judas and the Black Messiah, that will not make us look racist. They don't want to look racist or sexist this year. That's what that's what's going on. If you think I'm wrong, just wait. Next year is going to be completely flipped around. Uh, last year was uh, the the Asian the Asian invasion. It's still happening, guys. The Asian invasion is still here. Uh, music original score: Defy Bloods, Mank, uh, uh, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. So Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are in two categories here. Out of all of them, Soul. Yeah. Soul's going to be the one to win. Um, the Five Bloods was a shit movie. All it was was Chadwick Boseman um, talking to stand-ins the whole time. He wasn't even really acting with most people. Um, it wasn't a good movie at all. Delroy Lindo wasn't great. Like I said last week, he's better in the core than he ever was in this thing. <clears throat> um, News of the World, I haven't seen yet, so I can't tell about. But I've seen Defy Bloods, Mank, Minari, and Soul. And uh, yeah, I think Soul, just for the original score, I think Soul's going to win. Just because it's a trippy score and it's a good one. And a good score, you don't really notice it. It's just there in the background. You're like, oh, that's cool. Okay, makeup and hairstyling. Here we go. Emma. Hillbilly Elegy for Old Lady Skin. Marini's Black Bottom for Black Faces. Mank for Putting White People in White Face. Pinocchio for Wooden Faces. Uh, I say oof, Pinocchio is going to win this one. Right? Come on. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? It's Pinocchio. Easily Pinocchio, guys. Uh, makeup and hair sign because Hillbilly Elegy. I don't know. That's just um, uh, what's her face? Just waking up without makeup. You know, all it is is actresses without makeup. 
Literally, that's what it is. Uh, Glenn Close, that's her in a normal day, just woken up. Uh, As everybody just, yeah, just waking up without putting makeup on and seeing their hairstylist. That's why it's not going to win. That's why Pishnoshio is going to win. International feature film, guys. Another round. Better Days. Collective. The Man Who Sold His Skin. And Quivas Ada. Uh, I hopefully another round wins because that's the only one I've seen out of those for international film. That's from Denmark. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, film editing: The Father, Nomadland, Promising a Woman, Sound of Metals, Charles Chicago Seven. I don't know why um, Tenant wasn't in this for film editing also. Uh, I don't know why. It it should have been. So it's going to go to, for film editing, probably Promising Young Woman. Or it could be another Nomad Land. But I'm saying it's going to be between Sound of Metal and Promising Young Woman. And I'm hoping Promising Young Woman wins. Sound of Metal was not that good. It was decent. It wasn't great. It's a, it's a complete indie film. You know, that I was like, mm, it was a little boring. <laughs> There's some good acting in it, but it's a little boring, I think. Uh, documentary short, Colette. A concerto is a conversation. Do not split. Hunger Ward. A love song for lasagna. Oh, for Leticia. <laughs> is that a Garfield song? Uh, I say do not split's going to win. I'm just throwing this out there. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, here we go. Documentary feature, collective, Crip Camp, the Mole Agent, Octopus Fucker, and Time. I say Crip Camp's gonna win because it's a bunch of cripples. Boom, called it. I haven't seen any of these. Octopus Teacher, I keep seeing and I keep hearing that it's good. I'm like, I don't want to see a guy fuck up octopus. Mole Agent, I haven't seen yet. Time, I don't think I've seen yet. Uh, so I say Crip Camp. I started watching it and got bored with it. I thought it was about uh, Crips, you know, Crips and Bloods, not about cripples. Okay, so I was it's a misleading, very misleading title. Why don't they call it Cripple Camp? But they wanted to be hip and cool and call it Crip Camp. Yeah, uh, I, I tried to watch it. I was like, nah. Uh, okay, directing. Uh, let's see, Crip Camp. Yeah, I didn't need to watch Crip Camp to feel uh, better about myself like everyone else did. Okay, here we go. Directing another round. Um, uh, Thomas Vid- Vidgeard, Mank, David Fincher, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, Nomadland, Chloe Zhao, Promising Young Woman, Amit Farrell, who's going to win is going to be Nomadland. Okay, we know this. Because everyone's a sucking Nomadland dick right now. It's like, oh yeah, give me more of that Nomadland cock. That's what's happening right now with Nomadland. It's like, come on. You can do it for me. Yeah. And then Minari's like, oh. Well, I want to drink your pee-pee. And Mank is like, I'm crippled. I broke my hips. Another round is, let me have some more of that alcohol. 
promising young woman is just, uh, hey, look at me. Look at me, guys. Look at me. Look at me. I feel sorry for me because my friend got raped. Boom. Promising young woman. So I'd say Nomadland's going to, look at me. I can shit in a bucket. I live in a van. I can shit in a bucket, shit in a bucket, eat some fried chicken, shit in a bucket. Uh, and see, that's the, that's Nomad Land in a nutshell. Another round, drink, drink, Mank, broke my hips, Minari, drink, drink, pee, pee, Nomad Land, shit in a bucket, shit in a bucket, promising young woman, oh my god, my friend got raped. Okay, here we go. Costume design. Emma. Ma Rainey's blackface. Mank. Mulan and Pachokio. Costume design will probably be Mank. Marini's Black Bottom. I don't know. It wasn't a good movie, man. I didn't like that movie. People are like, oh my God, it's amazing. I tried to watch it. It's not good. It just isn't. It ain't my thing, man. I thought it was boring. Uh, I didn't think Chadwick Boseman was good in it. He's been, he hasn't been, he hasn't been good enough to receive an Oscar. I'll put it that way. You know, I'm sorry the guy's dead, but. That's what's happening here. You know, uh, this is what happens when you have a shitty lineup of movies. You're forced to just pick, um, uh, Marini's Black Bottom. Uh, uh, yeah. That's what's happening here, guys. Uh, let's see. Cinematography. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank. News of the World. Nomadland. And Trial of Chicago 7. <laughs> Haven't seen News of the World. But the winner's going to be Nomadland. There's some cool shots in Nomadland. I can see how it could win for cinematography. Uh, Mank. I can see how that could win, too, for cinematography, just because there's some really cool shots in that. But uh, I think Nomadland's going to take Best Picture, Best Director, at least. Those two. They could It can lose in all the other categories, but I think it's going to take that. Best Picture, Best Director this year. Animated film. Here we go. Onward. Sucked. Over the moon. Who gives a shit? Sean the Sheep. Farmageddon. So what? Soul. And the winner here, guys. Wolf Walkers. Because I'm running with the wolves tonight. I'm running with the wolves. Running with the wolves tonight. I'm running with the wolves. Wolfwalker. Yeah, uh, Soul's going to win, but I want Wolfwalkers to win. Uh, let's see. Actress in a supporting role. Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Uh, Glenn Close for Waking Up in the Morning. Okay. And, and being, oh, the Terminator. He's a good Terminator or a bad Terminator. I don't know the Terminator is a Terminator. I like to smoke cigarettes. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Father. Didn't watch it yet. Amanda Siegfried for Mank. Young Jong Ung, the grandmother who drank pee in Minari. Uh, I, I say it's going to go to Maria Bakalova, even though she wasn't great in the movie. She was funny. She had some cool scenes, but just because she had to deal with Rudy Giuliani is the only reason why they're dealing with this movie. And because it's such an anti-Trump movie and Hollywood hates Trump, so they were, that, that's the only reason why this movie's in there. If it was a different subject matter, Barat wouldn't even be a fucking blip on their radar. 
That's the only reason why it's in here. Don't fool yourself as thinking it's a good movie because it's not. It's just old rehashed jokes that Twitter's been doing for years about Trump, you know, and now he's just he just put it on a more popular platform for people to go, oh, yeah, I remember that joke about Trump. Yeah, he is stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. All the Trump people do believe uh, Hillary Clinton drinks baby blood and all that. Oh, yeah. Real funny. These are just jokes everyone knew about. He just made him popular. And it's like, oh, look at him. Oh, we're going to get him with the flu. I forget the song. The song is pretty funny. But it was just, I don't know. It wasn't that good, man. It wasn't. Sorry. It just wasn't a good movie. I, I didn't laugh that much, man. I chuckled a couple times. But the first movie, Barat's great. Uh, Bruno, great. Borat 2, mm, not so great. Uh, let's see here. Um, actress in a leading role, guys. Viola Davis, Marini's black butthole. Uh, Andrea Dace, United States for Billy Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for having a stillborn. And, or having a baby die in her arms. Pieces of a woman. Francis McDormand for shitting in a bucket. I shit in a bucket. I lived in a van. I just got into my role. I lived in the van and I just woke up and lived in a van. I smoked cigarettes and I lived in a van. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. Promising young woman for revenge fucking every guy she meets. Did she kill him? I don't know. Did she not? We don't know. Uh, so the winner in a leading actress in a leading role. I hope it goes to Carrie Mulligan, but I have a feeling it's going to go to, um, Andrea Day, even though mm, it was a good movie. It wasn't great. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to go to Andrea Day for, yeah. Viola Davis for Marty. It's like, no one cares about that movie. It's like, oh, I'm sweat. Give me some coke. And then give me some coke. Oh, you're going to smoke weed in there? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, look at it. I gained 50 pounds for this roll. Now I'm sweating. It wasn't that good. Sorry, it just wasn't. Oh, look at me. I'm so- oh, can you do any better? I didn't say I could. But from what I watch from these actresses, I say Carrie Mulligan was the most entertaining. Francis McDormand just shot in a bucket. Oh, my plates broke. My plates are broken now. I have to glue them together. Uh, Vanessa Kirby. Oh, my baby's dead. Now I feel sad. Andrea Day. Oh, I can shoot heroin and get fucked and then get punched in the face. Viola Davis. Marie's Black. I can sing and drink Coke. I can sing and drink Coke. Look at me. I'm singing and drinking Coke. Wow, big deal here. I ain't going to sing until I get my Coke. So, I'd say Carrie Mulligan. Okay, let's see here. Uh, actor in a supporting role. Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Masia. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night Mammy. One Night Mammy. Uh, Paul Rachi for Sound of Metal. He was the deaf um, counselor at the... Uh, what is it? Crip camp. Deaf camp. Um, they voted him in because he's deaf. So they go, see? 
we helped we uh we voted in a deaf guy we're not uh we are not biased against deaf people we just voted in a deaf guy so you can't put us on that anymore Lakeith Stanfield for Juice and the Black Messiah. Now, who's the lead? Daniel Kaluuya or Lakeith Stanfield? There's no lead in this movie. Um, it's about Lakeith's character, but he's barely in it, so he's not the lead. Daniel Kaluuya is the one who's sticking out, and he's the one the story revolves around. So I'd say he's the lead, but it's going to go to Daniel Kaluuya. It's going to. And if, it, if they split the vote... It's going to go to Sasha Baron Cohen for a horrible um, Abby Hoffman acting impersonation. Oh, look at me. I'm Abby Hoffman. My hair's curly and I'm pissed off. This is my American accent. I'm Abby Hoffman. My American East Coast accent. Not good. Okay, here we go. Actor in a leading role, guys. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman for Being Dead. Um, Anthony Hopkins, the father. Gary Oldman for Mank. Stephen Yoon for being Korean and speaking Korean and no one knew he was really Korean until he's in a Korean movie for Minari. So I want Stephen Yoon to get it just because he's a cool guy. But everyone's going to lose to Chadwick Boseman because he's dead. And they need to give him a posthumous Oscar, even though he didn't deserve it because it wasn't that good of a movie. Oh, he died, but he was Black Panther. So that means that we all have to worship the ground he walks on because he died. Like, no, you don't. Give it to a real actor. Either Riz Ahmed or Steven Yeun should get this award. Not some dead actor. I don't like it when they do that. They did it with uh, Heath Ledger. The only reason, because that was a great role that no one saw coming and it stuck out like a sore thumb and it's still talked about to this day. No one's going to be talking about Chadwick Boseman and Mulraney's Black Bottom. Nobody. They're going to be, wow, that was a breakthrough role. Wow, that's amazing the way he sweat and smoked weed and then complained over and over and over again. Yeah, great role, guys. It was shit. Everyone knows it. But they're too scared to not be racist. So they're like, oh, no, no, Chadwick Boseman, yes, yes. He totally does. No, he doesn't. You're taking away from Steven Yeun and Riz Ahmed, the true cont- contenders up there, uh, that earned it. They're alive to even receive it. They did both. That's Steven Yeun's best acting job. It's Riz Ahmed's best acting job. Chadwick Boseman still needs to work on his acting, but he can't because he's dead. Anthony Hopkins has enough, and Gary Oldman has enough. So they should give it to either Riz Ahmed or Steven Yeun. Case closed, motherfuckers. Okay, here we go. And that's it. (laughs) Okay, now we're going to go over to the Grammys real quick, but I want to play this. Poppy! Her new song, Eat. She was up for best metal band. Come on. She's some hot chick who sings metal. Get it's 
This is the best, um... This is the best song at the Grammys. <laughs> Not saying much at all. Not saying much at all, but this is the best song that I saw live. And this is pre-Grammys, which is bullshit. Yeah, which is bullshit. It should be, it should, there shouldn't be pre-Grammys. The Grammys are weak this year, guys. Here we go. Yeah. All right, come on, guys. And she lost for best metal perform or best metal band. Okay, here we go. Grammys 2021, guys. Let's see if I can bring up this. Um, uh, 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 did I find it? Yes, I did. Okay, Grammys 2021. Okay, damn it. Oh, Gram it. Okay, let's do. Um, Okay, I don't care about jazz, but uh, uh, who <laughs> the guy? Because <laughs> they had like this weird pre-Grammy show going on, right? And it was um, they had all these other people, but Bill Burr, who who stole the show, amazing. Uh, he's like, uh, anyone else want to kill themselves after? <laughs> okay, let me see Bill Burr. Here it is, Bill Burr Grammys. I need to play some of these clips, guys, because no one else watched this shit. You know you didn't. Uh, I think I was the only one who did. Okay, here we go. Bill Burr Grammys. Hopefully it's just the Grammys and not anyone else talking. Going, look at Bill Burr saying. Okay, here's the piano. This guy plays the piano. Okay, there's a big piano thing right here. And that's the end of it. Okay, right? It's like, wow, that was great. Thank you, Igor, for that sublime performance. I feel like I'm in a virtual heaven. <laughs> and now, let's Fucking. mingle and jingle with the stand-up comedian who taught us on Netflix that F 
is for family. <laughs> He's nominated for his first Grammy this year in the Best Comedy Album category. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Bill, Bill Burr. <laughs> Janae, how are you? Was I the only one who wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bought a suit for this. I thought I was going to be on TV. I'm such a moron. I am losing so much money right now. All right, shout out to all the rock stars that I wanted to meet tonight who are watching at home instead. I'm talking to you, Don Dawkin. All right? <laughs> what, I'm old. That was my first concert. All right, here are the next categories. Up for bits. Uh, for back in there. Accepting the Los Angeles Philharmonic. I will be accepting the Grammy on behalf of Gustavo Dudamel. Congratulations. Hey, how you doing? Joanne Folletta, James K. Bass, and Adam. Okay, keep going. And the Grammy goes to Richard O'Neill and David Allen Miller. Great. Thomas and Jack Van. Wait until he gets to the Spanish. For best compilation soundtrack album for. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> and the Grammy goes to No Time to Die. Jesus Christ. Okay, I messed it up. I didn't find it. And the Grammy goes to Jojo Rabbit. All right. Hey, how many uh, feminists are like going nuts? So how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? Uh, and the Grammy goes to Grupo Niche. Hey. Tropical Island. Okay, so that was Bill Burr at the Grammys, okay? Funny stuff. Um, people didn't like it because, you know, people are pussies. Okay, so we're going to pass all those. That was the best part of that thing. And Poppy. Um, okay, best country music, best rap album was King's Disease by Nas, which I don't even know what song that is. Let's see, is it even on here? Where's Nas? I didn't even see Nas, like, listed Damn it, Nas. Oh, well, let's see. Let's see if we can. Nas, King's Disease. Okay, I didn't even know he came out with an album this year. <laughs> there we go, King's Disease. Let's see. Nope. Boom. So I think of King's Disease. Okay, uh... Okay, that one for best. Okay, best rap album, King's Disease. That one over Black Habits. Okay, best. Okay, best rap song. Okay, we have Rockstar by Da Baby. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Um, and then the winner is. Uh, here we go. This is the winner, guys. I'm that bitch. Yeah. Been that bitch, oh, still no. that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Forever be that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
from the hood, Mona Lisa Break a nigga into pieces Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza I'm way too exclusive, I don't shop on Insta boutiques All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties Bad bitch, still talking cash shit Pussy like water, I'm a bullet uh -uh. and relaxing I would never trip on a nigga if I had him Bitch, that's... Okay, that's what happened. Was the um, uh, what is it? Savage, I think. Was that? Was that it? Let me look and see. I might have it downloaded here. Okay, so Savage one, Megan D. Stallion one for Savage, featuring Beyonce Knowles. Beyonce Knowles. Beyonce Knowles. I think it is. Yes. Okay, hold on. Dang it. I didn't do it. I didn't get it yet. Okay, hold on. Okay. I had this whole thing planned out, and it's not, it's not going this planned. Not going the way it planned it. God damn it. Not going the way I planned it, but whatever. What does roll with the punches, guys? Roll with it. Roll with it, baby. Okay, so um, we'll go over it in a little bit. Okay, Savage, Savage one, whatever. Who gives a shit, okay? Savage, booty, massage. Everybody's want the vasages. Hold on, we got... Uh, okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wowie, wowie. Uh, wowie, wowie. Okay, not now. I'm not installing anything now. So the winner, okay, Savage. Uh, I'll play that for you a little bit. You saw that for best rap song. Okay, so best melodic rap performance, whatever that means. Rockstar by Da Babyface. Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Little Dirk. The Box by Brody Rich. Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. Scoot Scott. Right, here we go. We're back on Savage, guys. My trash you the maze, so you back him. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Yeah. Acting stupid. What was happening? Bitch, what was happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Hacking, stupid. What was happening? Recorded, but your edge up all I'm showing. I keep my niggas private, so it's AP all I'm showing. Beefing with your really? bitches, really getting kind of boring. If it ain't about the money, then you know I'm gonna ignore it. I'm the shit. Ooh. I need a mop to clean the floors. Too much drill. Too much drill. It's not even rapping. It's not even really rapping. I'm still that bitch. I'm a savage. Okay. Okay, that's best rap song. Uh, then we got, uh, okay, Lockdown. I don't even know what that is. Um, do I have it here? Lockdown. No. Okay, you're not going to hear Lockdown, I guess. Oh, well, you know. That's, uh, Life in the Fast Lane. So who gives a shit about that? Uh, then we got Best Rap Performance, Savage. Again, Best Rap Performance with Beyonce Knowles. And it won Best Rap Song. Okay. Best R&B Album. Bigger Love by John Legend. Okay, I don't know. About that either. 
this is going great, guys. This is going great. Who cares? Okay. Bigger Love by John Legend, R&B. I'll just play the bigger ones. Uh, progressive R&B album, Is What It Is by Thundercat. Um, best R&B song, Better Than I Imagined, featuring her. Best R&B song, Better Than I Imagined? Come on, guys. Is that... I don't know. Uh, here's a her song. Nope. Okay. Um, best traditional R&B performance. Anything. Lashishi. Uh, Beyonce wins for Black Parade for best um, R&B performance. Okay, Beyonce, Black Parade. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that song is not good. The album is not that good either. I'm sorry, here we go, Black Parade. Where's my reparations? Where's my reparations? Where's my reparations? Where's my reparations? It's Juneteenth, where's my reparations? Juneteenth, this my reparations. Juneteenth, where my reparations? Reparations, rep, 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 reparations. I want my reparations. Want my reparations. Want my rep, rep, reparations. Where my rep, reparations. Where my reparations. With my two, two acres and a mule. Two acres and a mule. Two, two, two acres and a mule. Two, two acres and a mule. Two, 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 two acres and a mule. Two, two, two acres and a mule. With my reparations. With my reparations. Basically, that's the song. Okay. Um, best alternative music album. Fiona Apple for Fetch. Is that right? Fiona Apple for Fetch? Wait, wait what's the name of the song here? Hold on. Oh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Okay. So Fiona Apple wins for Fetch the Bolt Cutters. I'm going to play this other song. (laughs) Fiona Apple. You can see my nipples too much. You can see my nipples too much. See my nipples too much. See my nipples too much. See my nipples through my shirt. You can see my nipples through my shirt. I play piano, I play piano. You can see my nipples through my shirt. In class, I pass the time. Drawing a slash for every time. The second hand went by. A group of five done 12 times. Just a minute, but. See my nipples through my shirt. See my nipples through my shirt. Shamika said I had potential. Shamika said I had potential. My man and my music is my holy trinity. Tony told me he described me as pissed off, funny and warm. Back then I didn't know what potential meant. See my nipples through my shirt. You can see my nipples through my shirt. See my nipples through my shirt. You can see my nipples through my shirt. Okay, great. Um, best rock album. The Strokes for New Abnormal. Uh, they'd be Heroes of Death. Uh, uh, okay. 
Stay High, best rock song. Stay High by Brittany Howard. Here it is, guys. Stay high, 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 high. I'm a bigger woman and I like to sing. I like to sing and stay high. Bigger woman and I like to sing. I'm a bigger woman and I like to sing. I got soul in everything. I'm a bigger woman and I like to sing. Nope. That's not good. But oh my god, it's great because it's a woman singing. That makes it completely great. No, it doesn't. Good for her to go. Okay, now best metal performance. We have Executioner's Tax Swing of the Axe, Power Trip, which is good. Blood Money by Poppy, which should have won. The in-between, and this is the moment, underneath Code Orange, and the winner is... Um, where'd it go? Damn it, I just had it. Damn it. It's not on here. Why? Because it's too hardcore, guys. I'm going to have to look it up over here. Uh, There it is. The winner, guys. Bum Rush Body Count. Here we go. Bum. Uh, I don't like that. Okay, let's do Blood Money Poppy. Okay, here we go. Poppy's Blood Money. Listen to this. Okay, compared to the other one. What do you believe when everyone is watching? What do you believe? What do you believe when nobody is watching? What do you believe? Keep telling you. There's your winner, guys. I'm a hot chick and I like to sing. Hot chick and I see metal song things. Hot chick, this is what we do when hot chicks sing metal. This is what we thrill. Okay. Whew. Ooh, man. Okay, here we go. Um, real quick. That's best metal for us. 
Best rock performance. Oh, Shimalika. We just heard that, right? Shimalika. Uh, yes, from Fiona Apple. And when the fall is torrential, okay, we just heard that. They beat the Steps Heim, Hyman. Uh, the band Hyman. Broken Hyman. They brought Stay High by Brittany Howard. Not by Big Thief. Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. And Daylight by Grace Porter. These are all the females that we went over the other time. Best Contemporary Rock Album. Schnark Puppy. Live at the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, Best Electronica Dance. Butta. Winner is Butta. Did I see Butta somewhere over here? Butta. Butta. No, I didn't see Butta here. Who cares? Best song, whatever. Um, okay, best dance recording, guys. No one cares. Okay, best pop vocals. Future Nostalgia, Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, who put on the best live show at the Grammys, that's for sure. Um, let's see. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. And what song is she doing? Uh, Future Nostalgia. Uh, I don't see that anywhere. We can do this one. Uh, where is it? I don't see it. Future Nostalgia. Oh, there it is. Future Nostalgia, guys. Future. Really? Let me give you a taste. Here's another one. Don't start now. If you don't see me, did a full I'm a hot chick and I can sing. I'm a hot chick and I can sing. I'm a hot chick and I can sing. I'm a hot chick and I can sing and dance. Sort of dance. Spread my legs. Shake my ass. Spread my legs. Shake my ass. Shake my ass, slap my ass, spread my legs, slap my ass. I can dance, I'm a hot chick, I can dance. 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 Can you wanna see me? Can you lose Don't show up. I'm a hot chick. Don't come out. I can dance. Don't start caring. I'm a hot chick, I can dance. I'm a hot chick. And I can dance. I'm a hot chick, I can dance. I'm a hot chick, I can dance. My turd cutter is high. My turd cutter is too. I got a turd cutter that's hot. I can slap my turd cutter on my TV too. Slap my turd cutter on TV. Slap my turd cutter on TV. If you don't want to see me, then somebody. Turd cutter on TV. If you don't believe it, turd cutter on TV. Turd, 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 turd cutter. Turd, turd, turd cutter on TV. Turd cutter on TV. I can slap my ass. 
can spread my legs. I can slap my ass, spread my legs, slap my ass, and spread my legs. Slap my ass, spread my legs, 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 spread my legs, spread my legs, spread my legs, spread my ass. Okay. That's basically that song in a nutshell. Okay, here we go. She won for best pop vocal. Uh, James Taylor wins for American Standard for Best Traditional Pop. Um, Rain on Me, Lady Gaga, and who is that? I don't know if I have that song. Um, oh, here it is. Rain on Me for Lady Gaga and Andrea. And a bunch of kids at my concert died. Don't go to my concert Cause there'll be a bomb inside There'll be a bomb at my concert If you go to Europe you'll find it Bunch of kids died At my concert Bunch of kids died at my concert Bunch of kids died at my concert I lick donuts and then I apologize, I apologize, I apologize for licking donuts and being a spoon, prude, bitch. Prude, prude, bitch. I lick donuts and then I'm cool. Kids died at my concert, that's not cool. Kids died at my concert. Kids died at my concert. That's all I remember from me so far is... That's enough of that. Okay, let's see. Um... Best Pop Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles won for Best Solo Pop Performance. Um, Best New Artist, guys, Megan The Stallion. Okay, we heard that earlier, Savage. Song of the Year, I Can't Breathe, Her. I wonder why it's Song of the Year. You know, uh, does it have to do with... um, What's his face? I forget his name. (laughs) I totally forget the guy's name, Blanking. The black guy who died. I can't breathe with a knee from a stupid cop on my neck. I'm handcuffed. I'm gonna start Black Lives Matter. And if you get in my way, I'm gonna burn down your Wendy's. Everyone in my way is gonna die. We're justified, you're gonna die We're justified, you're gonna die Because you one guy died One guy died, now we're all justified To burn down everything we have in sight That's what we do, we like to kill you When you kill us, we burn down our own property That's how we get back at you We burn down our own property too why don't you see this now, you know? Wait, where can I go shopping now? I can't because I just burnt my own stores down. And everything around me is just burnt down. I don't know what we can do now because Floyd couldn't breathe now. Black lives matter. Yes, that's right. All black lives matter. That's why it won. Politically charged, which is fine. 
okay. Uh, Taylor Swift won for Folklore. Okay, do we have any Swifty? Here we go. Uh, we'll play a card again. I wear flowers on my face for fun. I have enough money during a pandemic to make two albums and win a Grammy. Good for you, Taylor. Good for you. Album of the year, Taylor Swift, guys. And finally, record of the year, Billie Eilish. Everything I wanted. She won record of the year, guys. Do you have Blylish? I hate this song, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish and everything I do is cool. Billie Eilish and I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Oh, watch my documentary because I'm so sad. Watch my documentary, I wear baggy clothes. Watch my documentary and then people go, wow, she's cool. Now I understand where she's coming from. I watched your documentary and now it's been fun. But now what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Yeah. I won album of the year. Yeah. Look at me now, I'm cool. Look at me now, I'm cool. I dye my hair to colors now. So does everyone else now. Now I've started a trend with dyeing hair colors. Okay, that's good. And that's the Grammys, guys, in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with, um, with Skip. Yeah, guys, we're back. Uh, part two, I hope you like the uh, Oscar and Grammys rundown. Uh, now we're back with a guy who went to Mexico. Skip, welcome back to Attention Deficit Order, our other half of the show. What's up? Not a thing. Wish I was or, still on a boat in Mexico. Or should I say, hola? <laughs> Como estas, señor? Como estas, gringo? Cervezas, por favor. Dos. Cervezas, por favor. ¿Quieres coca? ¿Quieres marijuana? ¿Tienes un daime? That's what I learned is tienes un daime. Trying to buy dime bags of weed from Mexicans in high school. ¿Tienes un daime? Yeah, that doesn't work in uh, <clears throat> in Cabo. So yeah, uh, the reason we're speaking horrible Spanish is what? that I went to uh, Cabo San Lucas last no two Mondays ago now, uh, or two Saturdays ago now. Um, flew down there with my girlfriend, and we hung out in Cabo for a night, and then hopped on a fucking 136 foot um, dive boat and cruised. 230 miles southwest out into the middle of the goddamn Pacific to an archipelago called Socorro Islands. Um, its official name is, I'm going to butcher it, Revigalito. Uh, it's the name of the archipelago. <clears throat> the main island is Socorro. And uh, I dove there for... Socorro. So, so, okay, so you flew in. How was the, how was the airport? 
Uh, it was empty. No one was fucking there. Um, <laughs> what airline did you take? Masks, uh, Alaskan. Oh, Alaskan. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it was a super cheap flight. Um, so it's not a bad flight at all. It's like three hours, 15 minutes from SFO, San Francisco airport. Yeah, it's to, just straight uh, down, right? Straight down south. Yeah, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, yeah. it's like basically directly south. And so, um, you know, that was fine. The Mexican fucking customs was fine. It brought two vape cartridges and no problems whatsoever. Really? A gringo has vape cartridges. <clears throat> they probably well, don't even yeah, know what they I, are. <laughs> but I stuck them. No, I mean, they, they have, you know, drugs smelling dogs, supposedly. But um, I had all my, my scuba diving gear in one suitcase and I put... And that shit all smells like neoprene and salt water and shit. Uh-huh. And uh, so in there was all of my toiletries where the, the cartridges were. So it was fine. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, got to Mexico uh, Saturday. No, Friday the 5th. Um, Right around one o'clock, and uh, you know, just goofed off that night. Uh, drank a bunch of rum drinks on the beach and ate a bunch of awesome food. And... Yeah, where'd you guys eat? Where'd you eat? So, uh, the first night we were there, there's this place in uh, kind of right near downtown Cabo San Lucas where all the like clubs are and you know, all the, the parties and stuff. And um, is it is it on the water? Cabo? Well, yeah. Well, I'm saying the the downtown, downtown area, because the downtown area I went to was like there was a dock area. Yeah, you get, there's a you... marina. Okay, we probably and went to the exact same spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the touristy spot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's tons of restaurants. <clears throat> there's tons of, like, guys trying to get you to go golfing or go to fucking... But... On ATV tours or, you know, ride camels or go whale watching. And what I remember, I got a steak there, right? And they tried Mm -hmm. to make it look like, you know, like a piece of steak by putting toothpicks through it. Mm -hmm. So it was like flank steak that they shoved together with toothpicks to make it look like it was like, oh, it's a nice piece of steak. (laughs) So, yeah, that didn't happen to me. (laughs) Oh, you're lucky. uh, My girlfriend and I, we went to, um, I'm just going to call her um, Kay to make it easy. Okay. Okay. so, yeah, Kay and I went to this joint called The Office, which is right on the beach. Like, the seats, the table we were sitting at was in the sand. So our feet were in the sand while we were eating dinner. We got uh, yellowtail tuna and Ooh. ribeyes. And it was definitely ribeye, no bullshit. <laughs> and ate a ton of food. And had these drinks called a Mexican coffee. I'll show you a video later. But basically, they'd fucking pour tequila and Kahlua into these little uh, gravy boat-looking things. Holy and shit. light it on fire and pour it back and forth between these two gravy boats. Um, so they're pouring, like, burning liquor back and forth. <laughs> Whoa. And then uh, they dump that into a big cup, and they drop a whole bunch of uh, vanilla ice cream and coffee. And then they cook more fucking um, tequila and Kahlua together. Um, shake a bunch of cinnamon into that and then dump that back in so it's like this <clears throat> creamy, chocolatey, fucking boozy-ass drink. Um, that was fun. Jeez, how many of those did you have? Uh, just one. Oh. It was a fucking fishbowl-sized drink. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was good. I just don't need that much. <clears throat> um, at least super sugary. Um, 
booze in my system. That's not good news for me. So the next morning we go to the the dive shop that is affiliated with the boat that we were hopping on and got all checked in, COVID tested uh, for a second time in three days. Oh, they're doing COVID testing down there, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all, um, <clears throat> what you call it? It's all tourism, so they have to, right? Oh, okay. Start having outbreaks of COVID, then no one's going to want to go. So people were pretty fucking serious about um, wearing masks, like all of the people in the restaurants, all of the the cabbies, like all the people in the hotels were all really good about it. They took your temperature when you went into the hotels, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they want to make those pesos. Yeah. So hopped on this giant-ass boat. It's 136 feet. Uh, normal uh, guest size is like about 30 people. There were only 22 on the boat, but everyone got COVID screened and the crew got COVID screened. Uh, and we tooled out uh, Saturday morning pretty early. Uh-huh. Um, it's about 24 hours of driving to go from uh, Cabo to Socorro Islands. So the first day was really just sitting around on the boat, getting to know some people, having a few drinks, enjoying the sun. Yeah, how big is this boat that you guys are on? 136 feet. 130. How many rooms? Uh, well, fuck, I don't even know. But um, it has three decks. We were on the bottom deck. Um so that's just above the waterline and, you know, has little portal windows kind of deal. Um, then there's uh, a second deck above that on which there's like the kitchen and dining room area and the kind of salon lounge. And then uh, behind all of that, or sorry, in front of that were a couple like huge sweet, you know, the high roller kind of stuff. Um, and then behind that, behind the 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 kitchen and and dining room is the dive deck. And so that's a big, um, it was probably the boat was probably about 40 feet wide, maybe 35 feet wide. And the dive deck was the back third of the boat. So it was probably about, Oh, um, 40 feet long. And that's where all the tanks and the, the air compressors and, you know, dive gear, you know, cameras, all that kind of shit get stored. <clears throat> your wetsuits and all oh, of your okay. other gear you need. Um, and behind that is a little boat launch. So they have the little Zodiacs, you know, the rubber boats. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had three of those, two on like kind of a, a roof rack deal. And then one that was like tied up right in that launch area. Um, and uh, then above that, there was another deck with more suites and the bridge. And then above that was the sun deck, which was, you know, open air Had a hot tub up there, a bunch of like sun chairs and a barbecue and another little bar area kind of thing. So it was a really nice boat. It's like the largest dive boat that operates out of Cabo San Lucas. And, um, once we got to Socorro, there's four islands out there there's socorro there's san benedicto there's a place called roca partida and then there's a place called clarion which we actually didn't get to um but we did spend time at the first three um we went to san benedicto first then roca partido then socorro and then back to san benedicto and um at each spot we would dive uh four times a day typically how deep wake up 
Huh? How deep would you dive? Um, it depends. Like uh, Roca Partido is literally just like a little like cliff of rock that sticks above the water about 100 feet. And, you know, it's not large at all. Like it's just this little rock sitting out in the middle of the water, nothing around it. <clears throat> uh, and there my deepest depth was 107 feet. Wow. Um, and yeah, but that was amazing diving. I mean, we went there to see there's like six or so species of sharks that live around there. And then uh, manta rays. And there's two species of manta rays, the chevron mantas and the black mantas. And um, at Roca Partido, we saw a um, couple species of sharks and then a whole bunch of mantas. Like at one point, we had five mantas dancing around our dive group. And, um, so they're just these enormous things. They're like, fuck, they're, they're flipper span from like tip to tip is probably approaching 20 feet. And from nose to tail is probably 12 to 14 feet. Wow. They're just huge. And they're super gentle, right? They're filter feeders, like a baleen whale. So they eat little krill and, you know, plankton shit like that. Um, but they would come around and just kind of hang out with us and like circle around the group of divers, go over people because apparently they're like the bubbles coming off of our regulators and it like tickles their stomach or some shit. Oh, really? So they, <laughs> yeah, you, if you exhaled at the right time and a, a, a manta was going over your head, it would just stop, like dead stop and just kind of sit there. And you, if you kept exhaling, it would sit there. Oh, weird. Over your bubbles. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> So I had uh, a couple times on those dives at Roca Partido, I had a, a man to go like, you know, f maybe four or five feet above my head. So you just look up and there's this massive creature just cruising over your head like they're flying. It's amazing. Um, just saw like a 12 to 14 foot yellowfin tuna. Dude, the fucking thing was massive. Um and at the other dive sites, there weren't quite as many mantas, but a whole lot of sharks. So saw like silver and black tip reef sharks, white tip reef sharks, Galapagos sharks, and hammerheads. And then, you know, tons of reef fish and moray eels and lobster and just all types of cool shit. <clears throat> so over the course of about, I think it was five days of diving, we did uh, 18 dives. Oh, wow. And the only reason we didn't, oh, excuse me, do an even uh, 20 is um, on Socorro, the main island out there, there is a uh, Mexican naval base. And every dive group that goes out there has to check in. And so one day, uh, one of our dives was sacrificed for that. What did they, what was it again, sir? Oh, um, just one of the dive days uh, we were out there. You have to swing by this Mexican naval base and check in. Oh, okay. Uh, and so that took one of our our dive slots, basically. And they, then they had to pay off the. Day. They had to pay off the government. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> no, it was all done over uh, uh, radio. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it it was just like you know how many people were on the boat, how many fucking life jackets do you have? Do you have how many? Um, you know. Are these people millionaires? Can we steal yeah, any money off of them? Questions. It's all bullshit. <laughs> but, um, one of the other days we were out at Socorro um, on our third dive. So that's kind of around two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, we all like came up fairly quickly because the um, the water was shit. 
and there really wasn't much going on. And turns out that um, one of the other divers in another group, probably, I don't know, early mid-60s, he had some crazy cardiac event and had to get pulled out of the water. Uh, they had to start doing CPR. They put him on oxygen. They fucking started um, uh, using the uh, automatic defibrillators, you know, the things that you put on someone's chest that shocks your heart back into. Oh, I mean those portable ones that they have on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So this guy was like in serious distress. Like he started, he, his lips were blue, like just, you know, Jesus wasn't Christ. conscious. Yeah. It, well, he had like apparently some medical issues that almost didn't allow him to get on the boat. Fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, he was a nice guy. And, um, and that happened on your boat. It happened on our boat. Oh, yeah, shit. So we all had to get out of the water. We all packed our shit. And um, we, fortunately, we were only about 30, maybe 45 minutes away from that naval base. And that's the the rescue point. Like, if you get in distress out at Socorro, you go to the naval base. The naval base then airlifts you out to the mainland. So we were close. Um, he got airlifted out and we actually saw him at the airport on our way back uh day before yesterday oh so like he's okay he just he, now he needs to go see a doctor in the states and have treatment for all this shit does he did they so. have the bends or anything he's like oh I have the bends. No, bends he didn't even get that deep oh jesus yeah no this was like a cardiac thing he had like a fucking i'm not sure oh, if it was a heart no. attack or what but he had something that just fucked his heart and Ugh. you know he already had heart disease and he had diabetes apparently so oh my god yeah like <laughs> perfect health to go diving yeah well perfect you know, awesome mm-hmm. yeah rough times Jesus. so that was interesting um so we lost a second dive because of that but i'm just happy to to say that dude's okay it's grabbing you fucked us up old man no, it's fine. That that third dive that we were on where he had the problem with shit and I was kind of glad not to get back in the water at that spot because it just oh, there wasn't okay. much to see. And the currents were bad and the visibility was shit. So it was just kind of blech. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, sketch. Sketch as fuck. You know, you don't want to see someone go through that shit. Yeah, that's scary. In the middle dude. of nowhere. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, he, he had to get airlifted on a plane back to Baja. You're like, great, I'm going to watch somebody die on my vacation with my girlfriend. I mean, there was that concern. Oh, Jesus. But the crew on the boat was awesome, and they knew what to do, and they handled their shit, and we got him to where he needed to be. I'm sure it happens every week. (laughs) You know, you really hope not, but I'm sure it happens often enough that they know what to do when they need to Oh, yeah. They just throw him overboard. Here you go, shark food. Yeah. Later, gringo. Part of the other stuff that was really cool about the trip although we didn't get to see them underwater is that humpback whales were um migrating migrating down the coast towards peru you can hear them though right oh yeah they were singing the whole damn time which was amazing yeah like down in the water and you just hear that yeah sounds like the whole dive and i'm just looking around going, where are they i want to see them they're miles out yeah i'm sure they were um but the, the the funny thing was not really, because there were multiple days where we would just sit up on the sun deck and look out, and we would see whale calves breaching, mm-hmm. you know, literally jumping up out of the water and splashing back down. We saw mama whales chilling around with them and stuff. 
Um, there were bottlenose dolphins swimming by and, and jumping up out of the water a bit here and there. So it was really damn cool. Nice. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Odale, yeah. Mexico. It was a lot of damn fun. Odale. Yep. <clears throat> so are you going back next year? What's going on? Um, probably not to Cabo. Um, uh, maybe someplace in the Caribbean or out to Florida to the Keys, like West Key West and Largo. There's good scuba diving out in um uh, in Hawaii. There is, yeah. You know that's nice weather, nice water. Odale. Yeah, I, you know it'll depend. I just have to look around and see what makes sense. Okay, so what do you rate the trip? <laughs> uh, fucking five out of five mantas. I don't know. If you're a diver, it's fucking worth the trip. Bubble-bellied you know, mantas? It was not cheap. Yeah, it was about um, just for the time on the boat and tank rentals. You know, I had all my own gear besides tanks and weights. Um, so... All told, that was about four grand, Oof. and then plus airfare. And um, we stayed a night before in a hotel, and a night after we got off the boat. Um, so there was that too. But yeah, it was you know probably about five thousand total, just for accommodations and travel and so a and piece, the a piece for every or for everything. No, a piece, a piece. Okay, so it's like a ten thousand dollar trip. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, the way they set it up, man, they had full service kitchen for breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks and like fresh made cookies every damn day and all the beer you could possibly want, uh, which was a decent price. And they had a fair amount of booze if you felt like drinking that or wine or what have you. So it was pretty well appointed. Like it was nice. worth it. Good. That was a good trip, man. Some of those things can go fucking weird. Yeah. This was not like the, the whole crew was cool. Like uh, all the dive masters, like the being you know, kind of the underwater tour guide folks were really awesome. Oh, the guys who brought you down and stuff and like, here, here's a cool spot. And yeah. Follow me over here. here. Yeah. You know, we'll you'll watch out for fucking scorpion fish and more eels, but there should be a fair number of sharks down here. Just you stick know. your hand in that hole over there. Nothing's going to pop out. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, my finger. Mm-hmm. Got bit by a more eel. What happened over here while you were gone? Nothing much. Just rained. That's about it. <laughs> Yafet Koto died, apparently. Oh, man. Thanks for reminding me. Here we go, guys. Okay, hold on, we get out of the Mexican music. There we go, huh? Does it bring you back to your trip now? A little bit. It's like, oh, I remember this song. Okay, hold on, let's see. Um... Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, damn, why isn't it shutting off? Okay, there we go. Now I have to do the... Um... 
I was gonna do it as a cold open, but uh, I was gonna wait for you to uh, to come on. Hold on a second. <clears throat> okay, guys, here's our tribute to Yafed Coda. Um, where did it go? Damn it, Yafed Coda, one of the better um. The fuck? Okay, there we go. Here we go, guys. There we go. There you go, Yafid Kota. There you go. It's not registering that well. I don't know. Why. I hear it just fine. <laughs> be clear i mean he was an alien everyone knows that i hope uh was he was, uh, i was yeah. gonna I, I was either that or james bond yeah i was gonna say live and let die um dr kananga dr uh, kananga yeah and what else he was in live and um, let die. yeah he was an alien he was dennis parker and where were the other ones yep did he ever get that bonus check I don't think so. Oh, he was in The Running Man. He was uh, yes, one of the guys running alongside Arnold. Yeah, for a quick second. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he was in Midnight Run. He was in... Um, well, that's kind of it, as far as I can tell. Midnight Run? What was he? Oh, he was with the FBI agent. Yep. That was chasing them down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see if we can find. All right, guys, ready for the first movie? 
Rocket. Here we go. This is on Hulu, so anyone can watch this. If you have Hulu, do you have Hulu? I do not. Oh, well, I guess you can't. <laughs> this is Hulu, guys. This is boss level Joe Cartahan. Do you know who he is? Famous action director Joe Cartahan. I'll show you what he's directed. He's directed Narc, the original A-Team movie, Smoke and Aces, The Grey, Cop Shop, Producer on the Raid, um, Battle Ready in 2020, Point Blank in 2019, Into the Ashes, Executive Producer, mm. and this is his newest one, directing Boss Level. A retired Special Forces officer is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. This is Boss Level, guys, starring Frank Gorillo as a roided-out main character named Ron Pulver. Ron Pulver. Mel Gibson as Colonel Jew Hater Clive Vector. Naomi's Watts. All I, all I remember is her nipples from 21 Grams. That's how much her nipples weighed. Okay. <laughs> Naomi Watts. Jeremiah Wells. Michelle Yao as D. Fang. Will Sasso as Brett. Annabella Wallace as Alice. Sean McKinney as Dave. Celia Lowe as Jin Yun. Or Gun Yin. Ken Jong as Chef Jake. Ken Jong, you know Ken Jong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mendo Williams is Pam. Matthew Oliver is Gabrielle. Rio Grullo is Joe. Uh, Buster Reeves is Mr. Good Morning. Quentin Rampage Jackson, aka Ultimate Fighter, as German Twin One. <laughs> uh, anyone else in here? Oh, Aaron Bluker, Bleeker as Kaboom. Uh, Michael Torvek as Smiley. Uh, armed security guard, stunt woman beast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie is basically um, what? Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day with weapons. Okay, but. <laughs> His, his wife has started up a time loop with a, um, what is it called? One of those fucking machines. Uh, God damn it. Particle collider? Yeah. Like, she's part of, like, a, a, an experimental particle collider place or whatever, and she starts it up. She makes him, she puts him in the loop to solve it, to solve her murder. So it opens up with him like, oh, I'm talking to myself. So it does the uh, does a, a slight Back to the Future opening, you mm-hmm. know, where it shows the clock, makes the coffee. You know, it's like a ticking clock, makes the coffee, does this, that. You know, it, it's not like a Ruth Goldberg machine or anything, but it's it's very Back to the Future. If you've seen Back to the Future, oh, okay, this is a nod to Back to the Future, um, which is a time travel movie, right? So, <laughs> so, 
So he uh, so he wakes up with assassins trying to kill him at every second of his day. So he wakes up with the chick. He dodges a machete coming at his head, rolls out of bed, wraps the guy up in his shirt, beats him up. A helicopter pulls up with a minigun, throws that guy in front of the window. Brrr, the minigun takes him out. While he's sitting there waiting for the you know waiting for the minigun guy to go away, jumps out the window, lands on a truck full of sand, hijacks a car. Then these other twin Asian chicks come after him. He has to dodge them. They blow up a car. And then uh, when he's sitting at a if he's sitting at a different cafe at a different time, this guy comes with a harpoon gun, shoots it through his chest, and drags him in his car. So it's <laughs> it's over the top, but it's funny. Uh, so he's basically, he has to kill all these guys that are trying to kill him. Um, another lady keeps beheading him with a sword. <laughs> he always He's always getting his head chopped off. Um, and he has, he think he tried like 365 times or something like that. And then he, like, he finds out he's a son. He learns how to sword fight. He learned, you know, he learns all this, you know, Groundhog Day. It's entertaining. It wasn't great. But uh, it was entertaining, you know, for what it was. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. okay, I see what you're doing here. So, yeah, it's like boom, 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 hit, shot, shot, hit, boom, shoots people, cuts people up with swords, lots of decapitations, lots of piercings with swords. Uh, Mel Gibson gets his head cut off eventually, I think. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually he gets his head cut off. So, you know. Um. But if you want a cheesy action movie with lots of violence, this is the one for you. Boss level, guys. Uh, I watched it on Hulu, I think, last Wednesday. or I forgot it was on, it was on the week before last. I totally forgot about it because there's so many goddamn movies up. Um, but this one's worth watching, guys, if you, if you like that type of shit. Let's see the gore here. Gore, severe. Numerous graphic fight scenes. Arguably, the gore isn't very realistic. There is some bad CG in there, yes. Excessive swearing. At least 50 F-bombs. Let's see. Severe uh, fighting sequences. Severe. He's constantly fighting people. Here, a nothing graphic. Uh, A shirtless man kisses a woman. A man refers to how many, how horny he is. And there's a scene where a man is in his underwear in public restroom and appears to be pleasuring himself. The scene is played for... Uh, basically, he's looking for a tracking device that's on him. You know, he's like, where the fuck is it? And a guy walks into the bathroom and he's like, oh. <laughs> the tracking device, spoiler alert, is in his tooth. So he has to rip out his teeth. No. Because he's like every I don't make it past the time I don't make it past twelve forty five every day, you know for some reason I don't know why, and uh, he finds out he slowly finds it's like oh there's a tracking device on me he's like okay where is it so he has to pull out all his fucking teeth, oh, with pliers he's like ah I found it boom gets shot in the head but now he knows what tooth it is so he just pulls that one out, right and then uses his tooth to lure all the other people around to try to kill him. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he lures uh, everyone around him. There, hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah, he lures all the assassins. There's like 20 assassins on him. 
And the boss guy is, of course, uh, Mel Gibson. I think, yes. This has to be what the Texas dude is listening to when he shoots the harpoon. It's like, I got you, come on! This guy's going 10 out of 10. Wow, awesome movie. Frank Grillo was superb. He was okay. The guy is so roided out now. You know who Frank Grillo is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Stern all the time, wasn't he? Was he? <clears throat> I have not... Grillo, a Frank Grillo who always wanted to be an action star? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on Stern all the time? Not all the time, but... Oh. Now the guy is just roided out, just fucking just like... Brawr! You know, his veins are fucking popping out everywhere. He's like, he was a small guy, now he's just a roided guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, action movie. John Wick meets Kill Bill with Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, best line by Brett. That was rude. Nonstop action, fight scenes, cool weaponry, and throwing the '80s video game with it was genius. It was okay, guys. Calm down. I don't even know who Frank Grillo is until I saw this masterpiece. Now I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> now I'm his biggest fan. Well, great. Good job, guy. Good job. Now I'm his biggest fan. I don't know what's going on with the audio. Hello. 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 It's cutting off like at a weird time. You sound fine on my end, dude. I okay. Don't I don't know, man. I'm tripping out. I'm tripping out, guys. Are you on the drugs? No, I haven't taken drugs in since August. <laughs> All right, August. Yeah, I've been sober since August. Uh, and I'm cutting, like I said before, I'm cutting down on candy, cookies, cakes, ice cream. And what else? Yeah, candies, cookies, cakes, and ice cream. I'm only going to eat that stuff when I go to movies, which is a lot because I see <laughs> a lot of movies. But like this week when I watch Justice League, I don't know if I'm going to eat candy or cookies. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. I'm going to go see, um, what's it called? Not Too bad it's not in the theater. I'd be there watching it in the theater too. Okay, what do I rate this fucking thing? Okay, where'd it go? Okay, I have so many. God, okay, boss level. Two to five ear holes. Three to five eye holes. Two to five chopped off heads. For boss level. A real winner. Huh? I said sounds like a real winner. <clears throat> it's good. It has good action scenes, but the story's pretty weak. But, you know, I was like, hmm. It's kind of, it's interesting. It's nothing I'd be like, oh my God, this is my movie of the year, guys. Movie of the year still is Psycho Gorman. Okay, I got the uh, Hunky Boy edition is coming in the mail next, this month sometime. Uh, that's the first physical copy of any movie I've bought in probably five to ten years. I'm trying to think of the last physical copy of a movie I bought was uh, no, uh, the last fi- was um, Mad Max uh, or no, it was uh, Fury Road when I bought that for my uh, 4K TV. I bought that on um, uh, what's it called UHD 4K version of that. And that was what, 
Uh, it was like five years ago, in 2018. No, 2014. I don't know. I don't know. When did Mad Max Fury Road come? 2015. So about, yeah, like six years ago. So yeah, that was the last movie I bought. All right, what do you got? Um, <clears throat> let's see, not much because I was on a boat <laughs> internet or cell service for the last 10 days. Totally. Um, yeah. So let's see, what did I, I didn't watch much of anything. Like all the movies that I watched when I was on the boat and just chilling, like between dives and stuff, <clears throat> They were all repeats. Like, I watched fucking Waterworld. Like really? On a <laughs> Yeah, everything was ocean-themed. Like, they had really? Jaws and Titanic and fucking Waterworld and um, Abyss. And the, the, that was, like, the movie selection on the boat. Jaws, Titanic, um, Abyss, Waterworld. There were others. I don't remember them all. Those are the ones that sprung to mind. Piranha. Yeah, I you know, in the, this one dive guy I met, he put on that fucking... America Force, that puppet movie by the South Park guys. Oh, Team America. Team America, yeah, that that one. And um, oh wait, no, I just actually on the flight back I watched the Impractical Jokers movie, which I'd not seen. Oof. before. I was funny. Okay, you were high from altitude sickness on the plane. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference, man. I, I've 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 seen that like uh, that movies affect people differently on planes. Because, uh, yeah, it was okay. I saw it in the theater. Their TV show's a lot funnier. Well, yeah. I mean, this was trying to play off a lot of things. But the skits they had the guys doing and stuff, those were funny. Yeah. I think what was the other thing they and, had? Um, oh, what else? Um, what? Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was like a 3.5. Man, not even that. It was like a... Three out of five um, tigers in the bedrooms. So, did you see that uh, Bethesda finally and Xbox got together and fucked? Um, so, they're officially fucking right now. And they put out 20 games on Game Pass. I had not. I've um, not even logged on to oh. the Xbox since before well, I left. If you so. do, they put 20 games on Game Pass. Like Prey, Dishonored One and Two, and Dishonored Definitive Edition, and they wow. they have a boost mode on all these games now. On like four, I think six of them that are um, they boost like um, say Skyrim is sixty mm-hmm. frames a second now. Oh wow! So it's sixty FPS. It runs like super smooth from anyone, everyone that's telling me. I don't play the games. So. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, this game runs so much better now. It'd be since the thirty frames is sixty. Um, and it has a HDR boost, so if you have a high-definition TV, it has a graphics boost on it. Uh, and um, Outriders is now going to be an official Game Pass game, April 1st. Yes. Did you ever play that demo? It was all right. Mm-mm. But that's a brand new game from People Who Fly, and it's going to be 70 bucks on a PlayStation 5, and it's going to be on Game Pass for free April 1st. That's a huge deal. Yeah, it's great. And, uh, and people are freaking out about it because they're wondering what's happening now. Why is Game Pass being so 
praised now. <laughs> people like it. People like uh people are loving Game Pass right now. Uh they're saying there's too many games. Um it's a problem because there's too many games for Game Pass. Uh let's see, what did it say? I wrote something down. Oh, and um a 4K Ultra HD version of all four Indiana Jones films is coming. Where did I write it? Let's see. I mean, can we just do the first three and pretend like Crystal Skull never happened? They're making a fifth one, so I'm waiting until all five come out. Then I might buy a blue box set. Crystal Why? Skull. Crystal Skull. Crystal uh, Skull or... was garbage, dude. That movie sucked. It was. Uh, let's see. Where did I put it? Um. Damn it! I thought I put it down there. The Bethesda merger and some information. Uh, all Bethesda games are now exclusive to Xbox. <clears throat> so this is what he said now about the um, exclusivity and all this other stuff, right? He says, all Bethesda games that are new exclusive to Xbox. So basically, the games that are out now, like the old, you know, Morrowind and all those games, mm-hmm. those will continue in like um, in the new upcoming uh, Ghostwire Tokyo that's coming exclusive to PlayStation 5 and um, Deathloop. Those are going to be honored as far as games. But anything else, he says, that's after that is going to only be on Xbox um, where Game Pass exists, is what he put it. So, mm, so PC or Xbox, basically. Yes, PC or Xbox or tablets. So anywhere Game Pass is, is where all the new Bethesda games are going to be. So basically, it's him saying we're not going to put anything on PS5. <laughs> People are still in denial of it, though. They, they're they still like, no, no, he has to put a, he has to put uh, Elder Scrolls 6 on PS5. They're like, oh, no, it's going to come out in a year on PS5. I, I guarantee you. Uh, yeah. So they're saying it's a timed exclusive and he's just blowing smoke up their ass? Uh, it's not a timed exclusive. Though. These are exclusive to Xbox. He said exclusive where Game Pass, if Game Pass goes to PlayStation 5, then it will be on a PlayStation 5. But if it's mm. not, then it will not be on PlayStation. Oh, how funny would <clears> that be if PlayStation allowed Game Pass and... <laughs> that would be funny. <clears throat> uh, uh, that's never going to happen. <clears throat> not that I see. No, no. Yeah, Sony will not do that. So all new games are exclusive to Xbox, and everything else is your shit out of luck if you don't have an Xbox. It basically is what he just said. When they, they had a one, they had like an over an hour, like a, a video conference. So they had all the guys from Bethesda, Todd Howard, and all them. Uh, they had all of them just circle jerking, and talking about their games and where they're going to be and stuff like that. And that was the first thing they addressed was the exclusivity of these games. And they're like something like, um, but see, Indiana Jones could be exclusive too. Because they had exclusive LucasArts games before. You know, it's not like they never had. Mm-hmm. They had Knights of the Old Republic was exclusive to Xbox. That was LucasArts. Um, and they had another LucasArts game. I forget it. What do you remember? Uh, what was it? I know it was Knights of the Old Republic, which was huge. If they come out with a new Knights of the Old Republic for that, 
Yeah. <clears throat> from Lucas to Hearts. <laughs> like, no, it can't be. It can't. I think Indiana Jones is going to be exclusive. That's my guess. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. We'll see how it rolls. I'm not that invested, you know? I'm not either, but I don't have to pay 60 bucks for the game. Just like, <laughs> I'm saying if Indiana Jones is exclusive, or I mean, if Outriders is exclusive, and that game hasn't even come out yet, and that was a multi-plat game to begin with, and people have already pre-ordered it on both systems, and now it's coming out on Game Pass, I don't see how Indiana Jones won't do that either. But be exclusive, and it will push people to Xbox. April 1st, day one, is going to be on Xbox Game Pass for um, Outriders, which is a decent game. It was weird. Did you you didn't play it though, so <laughs> which one? Outriders. Did you play the demo? Oh yeah, no, I didn't. Sorry. Okay. I lost the thread of the game you were talking about. Yeah, no, I didn't play Outriders. It looked interesting, but you know, the class based shooter. <sighs> we'll see. It has I may some... play it if it's for free just to see what happens. Yeah. It has some good violence. Um, so you can be like like uh you can be a fi- pyromancer or a trickster or let's say five things. Um, you mm-hmm. run the, the covers sort of um, weak. You have to run and press A. Then you have to oh point to this cover, run and press A. You know maybe they'll fix it on the way out. You know I'm I'm used to Gears cover, so it's it's uh, it's more like um, Mass Effect Two cover system, or like the Division, Mass Effect Two, or yeah the Division Two, where it's like like you you have to boom cover, but then when I uh, like I'll run to a bunch of guys. I'll throw flames at the dude, light a bunch of guys on fire because I have like a flame trail that goes out. And then I'll run for cover. But if I do my special, I don't go back into cover automatically. You have to press A again to go back into cover. You do your special, then you're like standing there like, okay, am I going to go? Nope, I guess not. I press A again. So it's a little weird that way. That is weird. So if you're in cover and you hit the button to shoot your your ability, you don't automatically go back into cover? Nope. You just stand there like a moron. You're you got that guy. Let me catch some bullets. <clears throat> uh, there's some good violence though. You do, like I had. There's a a, sh- a couple shotguns that are nice. You just shoot the guy. Boom! Blow his head off. Shoot him into pieces. You know, there's some decent violence. But I'm playing it on a little screen at my parents' house, so I don't really know how it looks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, well, and it's also a demo, right? I mean, yes. that's distinct possibility that it is just phenomenal to look at but it's a demo you'll never know until you actually play the game yeah and I'm, I'm stuck here at my parents house still so i don't know the what whoa what was that that was me popping a bottle oh really what are you popping crystal oh yeah totally oh crystal marvelous Mar- marvelous marvin Hagler died too yeah i don't know that guy like he was like, a great boxer man Right, I got. He's a boxer. That that was all over the announcement. But like, who did he fight? He was the what? undisputed middleweight champion from eighty nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty seven, and lost against Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. <clears throat> I think he was the one who dislocated Sugar Ray Leonard's eyeballs. Oof. Both of his um, um eyes were dislocated. He was blind. You know. <laughs> that just sounds rude. Yeah. 
And but but he still but he still kept um, he still kept uh, going. Sugar Ray Leonard. He yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard beat him. But he was an undisputed champion for seven years. Uh, yeah, go for it. I'll I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, where's my next movie? Damn it. Okay, next movie, guys. Here we go. Oh no, I'll just do uh, this one. I'll just do this nice TV show that you guys all love so much. Uh, if it comes up at all. Uh, is it going to come up? Why do I have... Hold on. Why do I have pop smoke in here? What? Whatever. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to do uh, some Clarish. Uh, what's it called? Hey, it's me, Clarish. I've been paralyzed by a psycho chick with needles. And this psycho chick with needles, she's just crazy, guys. She's just crazy. She, uh, she stuck a needle into my neck. And then after that, that needle in my neck, she came back out of my neck. And then I was like, I don't know what happened to my neck. I'm paralyzed. My, my, my feet don't work. My feet don't work. Um, and then she paralyzed me again, but I, but I got her. I got rescued by my other team. Clarice, guys, boom, in a nutshell. My, my, my team rescued me, guys. My team rescued me. And they love me. My team loves me, guys. You know, Clarice. You know, I, I fought Buffalo Bill and lived. Now this time I'm fighting a dumb psycho bitch in the fifth episode of Clarice. And I'm still here, guys. I'm still here. Clarice. Listen to this song, guys. The um, Claire East is kind of cool. I've been watching that. Uh, I gave a three out of five ear holes, three out of five miles, three out of five needles, two out of five needles to the neck. Um, then I'm watching this other show, Debris. You know what Debris is? Uh, that's another show where alien artifacts have landed all over the place. The, no, an alien ship explodes over the Earth's atmosphere. And debris is coming down in different spots of the world. And causing weird anomalies. Like this last episode, boom, landed in this dude's house. Um, and it keeps, and every time where it lands somewhere, it doubles the person. So like it lands in our house. I'd see a, I'd see a double of myself walking around the house for some reason. So I would like, at, at this one, he shoots and kills himself or a version of himself. And it start and it make, it was making a perfect circle of all these metal objects it was drawing in. So it's making this huge circle of metal objects coming into itself. Whatever that means, I don't know. They have part of the ship. It's an okay movie. It's an okay show. It's a CBS, NBC. I don't know. I'm watching it on Hulu. Uh, it's okay. You know, I'm still watching. Uh, let's see. So if you like that type of weird stuff, x files meets Fringe, but a little weaker on both sides, uh, I'd suggest watching... 
debris or debris. Two to five reels, two to five miles, two to five perfect circles of metal for debris. Um, and Clarice, yeah, I gave her that. <laughs> I'm still watching Lois and Clark. I don't know. It's all right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, boss level was okay. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to bring up before we leave here? We're not going to, we'll leave in like, I don't know. What time is it? Okay. Hold on, there we go. Hello. Check, check. Uh, oh, I can tell you about the weird dream I had, guys. But I might wait till Skip comes back for that. Uh, um, who is it? Uh, Yafid Koda. I'm looking over my things. Whoa, oh. The Academy Awards, with all the Asians, they say they have broken the bamboo ceiling. I love it. That's a great, uh, that's a great term. Breaking the bamboo ceiling for, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Burger King says women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> Boy and girls aisles could be removed from toy stores. That makes no sense. Uh, real life Powerpuff Girls live action CW show. That's going to bomb. Um, let's see. Elizabeth Banks to direct eccentric thriller Cocaine Bear. The film is based on true events of 1985 where a 170-pound bear accidentally consumes 70 pounds of cocaine that was dropped from a plane by a smuggler. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Oh, Rob Zombie is going to do a new Monsters movie with Cheryl Moon Zombie. Maybe they'll be acting in it. I don't know. Uh, He always puts his wife in everything, so I have no idea. Uh, Creed 3 is coming out in 2022. (laughs) Directed by Michael B. Jordan, who gives a shit. No one cares about that guy. He's all right. He's all right. I don't see him directing anything special. Do you? I don't know. Hold on, let me get some water. Uh, listen to some Lazarus. Just begin to fall. Okay. Damn it. I dripped water all over myself. Hold on. I'm going to electrocute myself here, guys. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. It's all right. Yes. After midnight. After midnight. There we go, right there. Okay. Just wanted to do a test there. Okay. Um so now <laughs> Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is gonna be six episodes, forty-five minutes to fifty-five minutes long. That's starting this week, guys, so have fun with that. Um HBO is gonna let launch cheaper ad supported subscription tier in June. 
Oof. And March 17th, Dying Light 2 developers, be sure to make it next, this Wednesday, guys. So as you listen to this, it has already happened. Hope you enjoyed it. What happened? Uh, they're going to have a Dying Light 2 uh, developers pro- um, process tomorrow. Yeah. On St. Patty's Day. Ooh. It's like, our, I finished the first one. I never finished it. I got close. I just got distracted by other shiny things. Yeah, uh, it was a cool Fun ending. Game. Yeah, it was a yeah. cool ending. I, I ended up getting the um, the most powerful weapon in the game, like this electric machete. So it's just... <laughs> it would just fuck people up. Yeah. No, so, I like the game. I liked... Once I figured out... Um, so I remember, I think we talked about it before, it just drew, drove me crazy that Jump and um, uh, something else were like yeah. up on the shoulder buttons. You can reprogram uh, the buttons. Yeah, I you know, I just bit the bullet and got used to it at the default controls, and it worked just fine once I got over it. I was just being a baby. Yeah, um, yeah, I finished that it's game. It's a fun game, and the multiplayer works well. Yeah, I didn't play the multiplayer. I was already done. I'm like, I'm done. I played so many hours of that fucking game. <laughs> yeah, no, like the co-op, not the, the com- uh, competitive multiplayer. Oh, uh, even, even the co-op. Um, I, maybe I played with a couple people, but I don't think it was even out yet when I was playing it. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was well done. You could collaborate on each other's quests, and uh, it would scale to kind of the midpoint uh, Excuse me, between the two. Yeah, all I remember is scaling a huge tower at the very end and fighting a couple guys, and that was the end of the movie, or end of the game. I was like, yay, I finished it. And they're like, hold on, there's something else out there. Like, great. Yeah, going out at night was creepy in that game. Yeah, that fucking drives me up the damn wall. <laughs> that it gets your heart pumping because all the really bad zombies are out at that point. But yeah, towards the end, it didn't scare me because I was so high-powered. I was jumping after them, just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, come, oh, just, come to get you, yeah. Yeah, and like, and like the night would come and you'd be like, oh shit, I'm stuck in this tower now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You have to sit in the tower until the daylight comes back out, right? Or hope there's a bed so you can rest. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to remember where everything is. Yeah, it was a fun game, man. I'm, I'll definitely play the second one. Yeah, I think so too. When it comes out, um, Young Guns Three is got, uh, on his way with Emilio Estevez. What? That guy um, still acts. Yeah, he's gonna be in the uh, Mighty Ducks on Disney. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they're bringing back the Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah. Why? Because Leo Estevez is like sixty, isn't he? Yeah, they have nothing original to do. Let's just bring back all the old shit. Let's bring back Sandlot. Let's bring back Mighty Ducks. Let's bring you know. That's horrible. Um. Oh, the Batman is rap production, March fourth, twenty twenty two. So by this time next year, I'll have seen the Batman. Okay, guys. I will have seen the Batman. Oh, I was close. Emilio Estevez is 60. He was <clears> born in 1962. Too bad he doesn't want to have the same name as his brother or dad. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm taking the Spanish name. I'm going to change my name to Sheen because I want to be picked out for roles. It's like, you're lucky I already established myself as a non-Mexican actor. This is really stupid. They're making Young Guns 3, and it's called Guns 3. Guns through the okay, I'm Billy the old man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, wow, what do we do? Let's do Lou Diamond Phillips and, and I forget who else was in there. 
Oh, God. Val Kilmer? Was he? No. He's Huckleberry in the other one. He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, in Tombstone. I know he was in that. Yeah, I don't, what, I don't think Val Kilmer was in Young Guns. Young Guns was like... Huh? Was he? 1988. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh. I know... Um, uh, Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Charlie Sheen, Dermot... Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney, yeah. Um, Jack Palance. <laughs> Believe it. Or not. Yeah. Yeah, Jack uh, Palance. Quinn. So, yeah. No, I was wrong. It was Kiefer Sutherland I was confusing with Val Kilmer for a second. Oh, okay. And then blonde guys, you know? Uh, Okay, yeah, well. Yeah, Jack Palance. <laughs> Believe it. Oh, not. No one gets that reference. Uh, See, the... Avatars officially beat Endgame again as the highest grossing movie of all time. Re-released in China. Oh, well, uh, that doesn't count. It does count because that's what um, Endgame had to re-release to beat Avatar. No, is that what they yeah. did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're like, oh, okay, we're not, okay, boom, let's re-release. And J- James Cameron's like, okay, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I re-released a single well, movie that beat out your 20 movie buildup to this one. Yeah, but he still owes us Avatar 2, 3, and 4. So They're already done filming. To get... Yeah, I'll believe it when they come out. <clears throat> he is. He's he's done filming all of them. Now he's in post-production. Uh, he was going to put them out this year, last year, but the fucking pandemic, he's like, fuck that. I'll just work on it longer. Um, 2023 is going to be the first one. Okay. I think it's going to look amazing. I mean, I imagine so. Cameron's movies always do. The story might not be great, but his fucking directing is always cool. Uh, oh, here he goes, guys. Here's the weird dream I had last night, okay? This was, uh, I couldn't go back to sleep after this. It was weird. So, okay, alien bird dream, okay? <laughs> my, <laughs> my brother uh, got us a small sk- bird skull that was green and had long curved teeth. So, like, picture, like, a small skull, you know, like, fist size um, with, uh, and, and, like, it was just, like, the top of the skull, but there's teeth going down, and they curved up into the bottom of the mouth, right? Like, Weird. long, skinny teeth, almost like, like, toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they put, then we put the thing in a small dish of water, right? And then, like, its head started growing, and eyes and feathers popped out of it. Right. And so like almost like um God, I remember like uh those those headless things from um Labyrinth, you know, those things that were throwing their heads around and stuff. Remember what I'm talking about? They juggled their heads. Oh, vaguely, man. And their it's body been parts. A long time since okay. I saw Labyrinth. <clears throat> I only saw it a couple times when I was younger, and I watched well, it once probably in the last five years. So I don't have totally okay. call it. Okay, sort of like those Jim Henson weird big eye type things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. what, like basically it was the head of it. It was sitting there with its eyes looking around and its feathers were popping out of its skull. Right? Um, it grew feathers and eyes in minutes. That's what I remember. It stood about four and a half feet tall. 
And then later that night, it, like uh, um, like where uh, my bedroom door is, it was opening the bedroom door. Right, you know those dreams where it feels like it's real. Mm-hmm. That's what this one felt like. It was opening the bedroom door, and I didn't want it to let the cats out of the room. Right, so it was like it was like almost like like pushing its beak through the door and like pulling it open. So I literally got out of bed, not literally, but I got out of bed in the dream, fell over, but I was struggling to stand up in time to close the door. You know, one of those dreams where you can't move really. You're like, you know. So I was like, uh, it was almost like my my legs were asleep almost, but I, you know, like, you know, when you wake up and your body parts asleep and you can't move it at all. It, It was like that. But like my show, my my right shoulder and my feet. So I was I was trying to move like one arm really fast while this beak was coming through the door. Um, <laughs> That's a weird ass dream. Yeah, and it stood four and a half feet tall, and it was like coming through the bedroom door, and it was with its beak. I had to jump out of bed. As I fell, it was squawking. I managed to get the door closed, but it kept trying to open it. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> It was weird. It's like, yeah, at the door. And then I woke up and I was staring at the door. I'm like, is there a bird going to come through this door? <laughs> it's like, you know, all you see is this beak. It's like trying to push the door open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird, man. So I was up till like 2.30 after that. And then I went back to sleep. <laughs> you can't go to bed. But it, was, but it was more of like those like, you know, like I woke up and it was so vivid. It wasn't like I was scared, but it was like I was awake at that point. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh, well. It was like I had woken up before, you know? It was weird, man. It was a strange dream. So uh, that's what not smoking weed will get you, is weird fucking dreams. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just weird, man. Uh, oh, and I got my Godzilla IMAX tickets. 4 p.m. Opening night. Uh, I could watch it on HBO Max, but I'm not. Uh, IMAX up in the city. Uh, yes. So, like, when I bought my one ticket, four seats in front of me shut off, two on the other sides of me, and four behind me. Wow. So, I'm like, perfect. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's a nice cushion. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, Perfect. And then, like, the same with that, like, everyone's just so spread out now in that theater. They, you know, that's a huge theater, 40% capacity, so they have to take up a lot of seats to get rid of people. So, yeah, so I'm going to see that on March 31st at 4 p.m. I think that's going to be awesome. I'm so, I've seen every Godzilla movie in IMAX, the recent ones, Kong, Godzilla, mm-hmm. King of Monsters, and now this one. The four, it should be cool. Hopefully. I'm going to go see The Courier this weekend. Uh, that's with um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as a um, CIA agent. Hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to see... And then a double feature, Courier at 3. And then at 625, I'm going to see the... Um, uh, God damn it. Uh, the Johnny Depp movie. Are people still so, about the about the detective who uh, couldn't figure out the Biggie Smalls death? Hmm. It's called City of Lies. Okay, it was supposed <laughs> to come out last year. 
And then on the 25th, I got tickets for Bob Odenkirk and Nobody. It's basically businessman John Wick. Yeah, no, I saw the trailer yeah. for Nobody. That looks pretty fucking fun. Yeah, I got I got tickets for that already. But see, I, I've, there's there's a dilemma, guys. First world problem. Do I go see it in Dolby? At, or do I go see it in the Dolby, um, AMC Dolby Theater? The same, in the same exact movie place. Or do I see it in the new AMC Prime Theater? I'm like, what's the difference? <clears throat> I've been trying to find out what the difference is. I'm going to go see it in AMC Prime. Well, that makes it easy then. Um, the Dolby Theater, I'm going to see my second showing of Godzilla at, like in April. I have a ticket for that. So that's what A-List is for. Those seats are 20 bucks a pop. A-List is 20 bucks a month. You do the math, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the way you go to... Uh... It's so worth it. <clears throat> like, uh, all I'm paying for is parking when I go up to the city. Uh, on the 31st, whenever that is. Yeah. And then this Thursday, I'm going to see uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Four hours on HBO Max. Are you going to watch that ever? Uh, maybe. I, we talked about it the last time I was on. Um, it's right. It's this week, man. As you're listening it, to this, you'll be watching it. People have already seen it. I've blocked everyone that has seen it. I don't want their opinions. <laughs> muted the words on Twitter, huh? I try to, but it doesn't work. So I just anyone who brings it up, I block or mute them. So it's like, hey, Zack Snyder's bloop block. Hey, Zack Snyder, boop, muted. Hey, I just saw the new Zack, muted. Hey, did you see that Zack Snyder, mute? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what's happening. I just muted everybody. Uh, what else is there? Uh, all right, what else you got before we get out of here? <clears throat> I put this in, I, already, I stopped the recording before, and this is the third recording I'm doing. Oh, Okay. So it's in three blocks. I think the Fair other enough. one's in two, right? No, it's in I one. Checked in. I'll check when we're done okay. uh, with this show. Um, nothing specific. I mean, uh, just, you know, getting back into things. There's a lot, I'm sure, that happened over the last 15 days. But being in Mexico and not having ready access to Twitter and, you know, social media and just the Internet in general... But it's been a bit of a blank spot over the last two weeks for me. That's good. So, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I mean, literally, in um, when I was on the boat, once I got about hmm, maybe 10, no, less than that, maybe like three miles off the coast, I lost all cell service, all data. I had like limited while I was on land in Cabo San Lucas. I could send text messages and... um um, but not like pictures, just text. And, um, that's so weird how that works. Every, yeah. Every once in a while it could load Facebook. Yeah. Um, but when I was there, Netflix wouldn't work. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, once I connected to Wi-Fi, everything was just fine. Um, I could call, I could FaceTime, I could use Twitter, whatnot. Um, but I was rarely in the hotel rooms when I was staying there. I was you know, goofing off exploring the town, going to little bars and getting drinks and eating a bunch of food and 
shopping for tchotchkes for the kids and stuff. Oh, did you get harassed by small kids? Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Excuse, senor, please buy one. And then, like, the mom standing there. Please. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, tons of them. And I got offered blow about 100 times. Like, I lost count after about 30. <laughs> oh, cocaine. 30 was in about cocaine. The first two hours when I walked out to the beach. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, Blow Beach. Yeah, every time I was just standing there, like, having a smoke while uh, Kay and I were having margaritas at this one little joint or, you know, wherever. Like, every other dude was like, cocaina? Do you want some oil? Cocaina? Or do you want some... uh, Got the park supplies, man. What you want? I bet you it was, was like, baby laxative. (laughs) You want some cocaina? You know, I'm not going to buy fucking coke off the guy on the beach. (laughs) Like that just <clears throat> If I wanted to do coke I would just call some of my friends And get really good coke In the states And that's <laughs> just, like... just fine You know I don't yeah. I don't need to be doing a bunch of blow When I'm going to go scuba diving Four times a day down That's the perfect lake. Yeah <laughs> Like my average depth Most days Was Between 60 and 80 feet Yeah just you do know? a bunch of cocaine While you're under there man just... I know Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking wrestle a shark. Put some, put a bunch of cocaine in your rebreather and just. Oh, God. Like, yeah. Be. Your whole mouth would be numb. You can't even feel it in your mouth. It just drops out. No, dude. <laughs> no, that would be a disaster, dude. Your body's under tons of stress when you're <laughs> your water. Like, there's so much pressure, fucking squishing your body. Like, uh, yeah, you I've, I've done it once and yes. relaxed, like, and not stoned, just calmed and relaxed. So you don't have to waste your oxygen. Right. Well, that and like when you start getting all fucking jittery, that's when bad shit happens because you make a mistake or you panic. And yeah. When you panic, so yeah. That's when bad shit falls. Yeah. Like uh, the only time I went scuba diving was I went 80 feet. And that one, no. F- yeah. 50, 50 to 80 feet. Yeah. No, it couldn't have been. Yeah. Not if you're not licensed. Yeah. If you're not licensed. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have been, but I was. Yeah, no, if you're not licensed, they're supposed to limit you to 30 feet max. Okay, maybe it was because 40 feet then. at that then. point, you can't get the bends unless you're down for over an hour. Okay, then it was probably, happen. it was at least 30 to 40, which is still a lot, dude. I, it is. Oh, uh, no, I don't disagree. That's but, like three-story building above feet, your head. <clears throat> yeah, but it's only one additional atmosphere pressure on your body. Every 30 feet is like... Um, doubling the air pressure on your body at sea level. Yeah. That makes sense. All I remember is like every slight um, variant of going up and down, you feel the pressure in your ears. Yeah. And when you're licensed, you know, the trick to fucking relieving that, which is one reason why you don't go down too much. Like it's about 12 to 15 feet where you have to start repressurizing your ears. And there's a simple trick to do it, but if you don't know how, yeah, it's gonna fucking hurt. That's like, what I remember. Let's let's put it in perspective. Like my first day out there, four dives, right? I did um, like 101, 107, 94, and 92 feet as my deepest depths on each consecutive dive. And by day, the end of day two, my ears were so fucked and would not um, repressurize that I had to ask Kay for some of these little things that you put in your ear that help alleviate that pressure. It keeps the water 
pressure out of your ears and just has air pressure. So it's, you know, what you would experience at sea level. Um, yeah, I couldn't, my equilibrium was all fucked. I couldn't clear my ears even above water. Like it was bad news. So, um, yeah, it's no joke. It's no fucking simple thing, but it. Just go way up into the highest mountain right after that. Oh God. Nothing will happen. You're not supposed to to do that. (laughs) You're not allowed to fly for 24 hours after your last dive. Otherwise you can get the bends and a whole bunch of other shit. Well, yeah, that's what they tell you. It's like, don't go up to the mountains right after this. Like, come on, let's go to the mountains, guys. Yeah, let's go up 10,000 feet. It sounds great. Let's go hang out in the mountains. That should be awesome. Uh, oh, they're going to do a Paul Rubens documentary. Oh, good. Directed by the Safdie brothers. They, just did, uh, they just did Uncut Gems and uh, Good Times. Uh, two really weird movies. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't even know what the hell I wrote down. Oh, did you see uh, the Cocaine Bear movie? I was talking about it. Uh, the film is ba- okay. It's called Cocaine Bear. The film mm-hmm. is based on true events. In nineteen eighty-five, a hundred and seventy-pound bear bear accidentally consumed seventy pounds of cocaine. Holy fuck! <laughs> that was dropped from a smuggler's plane. Oh my god. Speaking of cocaine, yeah. Holy <laughs> fucking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, like the headlines, I just googled it real quick. The screen rant <clears throat> headline is Pablo Escobar. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Pablo Escobar. What the fuck? Dude, that must have been fucking horrifying. Can you imagine a fucking 170-pound bear? That's like Wait, a no, baby, that though, right? Yeah, that can't be right. It says 175-pound pound bear. Almost consumed its body weight in cocaine. <laughs> Hold on. That's what it says here. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. 175-pound black bear ate 77 pounds of coke. 77? Jesus. It must have been hungry. Dude, well. I can't feel what I'm eating. <laughs> <clears throat> it was probably just chomping on those unbroken rocks. You know, it's like... You know, can you imagine though? I mean, that's like, I mean, I'm 175 pounds, so I weigh as much as the bear. Yeah. And 75 pounds of coke, dude. How do you even fucking fit that in you? Well, you know, they're probably like dogs. They just don't stop eating until it's gone. There's like, nom, 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 you know. Can you imagine that much coke though? You just melt your fucking everything after your teeth. We well, yeah, the dog. The the bear didn't feel shit. You know, he's like, what? You're going into beehives, not feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that was probably the fastest bear on the goddamn planet. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Dude. He's, he's probably like jumping off and shit. Hunt. Killing 900 salmon. He's fucking shit up. Bear, huh? Yeah, so Cocaine Bear, that's coming out soon. Um, Evil Dead 4 is coming out. Bruce Campbell confirms. We'll start filming he- this year. Dude, he said like fucking less than a year ago that he would retire the character Ash. He's producing it. He's not in it. Oh, okay. Well, he um like the did you see the newest one that they just put they put out like seven years ago? Where oh, it, the the scary ass one. Yeah, where it's a girl. 
It's like yeah, no, I did. they use 10,000 gallons of blood. Like, yeah, that one is insane. It's good. You know, it's good. It's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. But completely different feel from the Evil Dead I love. Uh, it's there. The feel's there, but it's like the scary version. It's like freaky. Like they go down in that basement and weird shit goes down. I think I need to watch that again. I'm thinking about it. All I remember is the end where she takes the demon and just chainsaws from his head to his torso. Just with a chainsaw. And it's just splitting in half while it rains blood down on top of the cabin and everyone else. Mm. Yeah, crazy. Worth checking out. Deficit pick of the week, guys. The Evil Dead. All of them. All the Evil Dead movies. Including the TV show at this point. Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I never finished that. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. I know. I loved it, but I just was like, eh. It got canceled, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking play it anymore. I'm done. No, you know it wrapped on a, a a note that left it open to interpretation, but also put a nice enough bow on it that I didn't feel grumpy. Okay, maybe I'll check it out again, but I don't know. I liked Ash in it. He was great. Yeah. Um, I liked all the hijinks they got into. Yeah, his like little fucking like groupies were fun too. Uh, crazy Mexican chick and fucking the. Dude with the hair, I forget his name, Sergio or whatever. Yeah, yeah, both those people were funny. And um, Lucy Lawless was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show, man, but as soon as I found out it got ca- canceled, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, god damn it. Might as well go watch Lois and Clark. Or, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, so remember, guys, you have to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Did you finish WandaVision? Uh, did I think I have one episode left? Okay, I finished. It's like, eh, okay, it's done. Whatever. People are like, oh my god, it's the best TV show ever. This show is amazing. Oh my god, I can't believe they even made this show. How could they do this? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a love story. It's a, uh, a love letter to trauma. Shut up. The acting subpar in that show. It feels like a TV show. It doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. That's my problem with it. Hopefully, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will turn that around. But I don't know. Well, yeah, it looks more like a buddy cop, you know, kind of deal. It's supposed to be, each episode is supposed to be 45 to 55 minutes long. Six episodes. Okay. <clears throat> but I'm more excited for Justice League coming out Thursday. Well, when you hear this, it'll already be out. And everyone will be like, oh my god, did you, I didn't really like the part where Flash did this. Oh, I, I like Superman. With I think Batman was, um, I don't know about Aquaman, but he was like, that's what's going to happen. Okay, guys, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do I got? Anything? James Gunn destroys a rumor of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Powerpuff Girls live action CW show. <laughs> that's gonna bomb so hard yeah the it cartoon pro- was fun but it'll probably do like 20 seasons <laughs> probably <laughs> this show's amazing women power yay okay guys alright who are our friends mm, I don't know who's around still I don't see anybody podcasting that I follow I don't know uh, who is around. Oh, you know who came back? 
Oh, oh painted black. Painted black. I did see that. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. Welcome back, everyone Jesus over at Painted Christ. Black. I have to listen to your episodes, but it's good to see you posting again. Yeah, Paint, like painted black came back, guys. Since I was in Mexico. So have fun with watching painted black, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, uh, Here's a Noise is still going, right? Yes, Here's a Noise always, guys. Check them out. They're uh, upward and onward, doing cool stuff, having some great interviews, um, putting out cool new logos. So, yeah, he's still working hard on that show. <laughs> nice. And that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time, see ya. Adios. Adios. <laughs> See. See. the atoms of rock seasons, the adjustments, signs of change. If you get to the good part, here we go. Here's a good part. Summer, the skies are blue. It's part of the noise when winter comes. It reverberates.